Kimmy's Confessional. Welcome to episode 167 of the Gamers Confessional. It's me, Vimesy. With me tonight, we have Clarky. Hello. And no pet. Pet has returned to Sparta, um, back to the motherland. Um, uh, probably doing something Greek, like fishing bare-chested with a spear off a boat, something like that. Um, no. So you, you, you've got me back. Sorry. Um, fresh off the boat myself, come back from Yolody in Spain, which was very lovely. Didn't play a single video game while I was out there. Did you not? No, nope. hence the amount oh. of content we've got this week. Oh, wow. Yeah, baby. Well, um, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you in a week. <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah, it was very refreshing, very relaxing. Um, and I was really, really wanting to play some games, but I, I, I couldn't because I didn't even take my Switch with me. I deliberately didn't take my Switch with me thinking, family time. And then got sick of the family on day three and was like, I need my Switch. Um, apologies if you can hear various car sounds in the background um, Clarky's worked out that he lives on a main road and for some reason we're picking it up um, he has lent out the door and asked him to keep it down but um, it's not had much effect so he just had to put with us so it is um, today it's the 23rd of August 2018 and we're deep into uh, Gamescom um, and we've got a couple of interesting bits and pieces come out of the back of that, haven't we, Clarky? Uh, have we? Yeah, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, we have. We've watched. I've watched quite a lot of Gamescom, um, and there's not been much news, but I have watched a lot of games and things I like and stuff. But nothing. Like what? Well, that's the problem because I've watched hours of footage and I can't remember any of it. But I, I, rem- I remember what- Shadow of the Tomb Raider looks good in a very Tomb Raidery type way. It looks exactly the same as the last two. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll be partaking in this one. I won't be partaking this one at launch. I will play it, but it'll be one of those ones I pick up when it's like. It's probably going to come to either Game Pass or. Yeah, it'll, it'll, be, about, it'll be a tenner by Christmas. Hmm. And definitely then I'll be picking it up. Um, we got a new trailer for Fallout 76 trying to explain what it is and how it's going to work um, I I cannot get excited about this game, it does nothing for me whatsoever. Oh, I can't wait for it Why? I just can't wait it's Fallout Okay, yeah, that's fine You, you could strap Fallout on a doctor and I'd happily pick it up Yeah, that's basically what they've done, isn't it? I mean, they just basically... <laughs> Reskinned that dog turd for the last Teamwork, 20 years. I set the jokes up. You say them. Yeah. Here's another joke. PSVR sold 3 million. Is that it? That's pretty good. 3 million, isn't it? I mean, that's actually only 4% or something of. Like, if everybody who's got a PS4, I think it's about 4% of people got a PSVR. How many Vitas did they sell out of interest? Well, apparently not enough. Oh, this, this is definitely worth looking up. That's that's dead. That is. Um, dead. So they killed it off when it sold. Mm-hmm. Oh God, he's on Google. Yes. Uh, oh, really? So, You're gonna Google Vita. It's just gonna go. Is dead. Yes. Mhm. Mhm. This is riveting viewing. 
stroke listing. Fucking hell. When did they get to the amount sold? Meter. Can't you just make it up? No one's going to check. Uh, uh, ah, there we go. Let's have a look. 10 to 15 million. Yeah. Sony dropped that when it sold 10 to 15 million units and nobody's worrying about PSVR. No, because PSVR, you know, VR is the future, Clarky. Mm. It's the future. Uh, oh, I'm looking forward. Did you, did you, did you look at the, the thing I, I posted about the um, that that firewall game? I'm not buying that. Oh, it's going to be brilliant. It's going to be everything I want in, in VR. You, you two duped me into buying this thing, which... Nothing's going to go wrong, which, you know, which is essentially doomed to only make an appearance around Christmas when all the family want to play on it. Just like the Vita, except the family want to play on the VR. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what else do we get? Diablo 3 is coming out on Switch. Oh, man, I can't wait for this. I kind <clears> of... I can't... I'm not going to... I can't. I can't no. spend 60 quid on it or whatever it's going to be. A full-price version of a game, again, that's four years old? Five years? I can't even remember how old it is now. But you get all the DLC with oh, it. I don't and, give and a monkey. And all, just get Zelda-themed the, content. No, and it's all on the cartridge as well. No downloads. But that's because... Oh, it just makes me feel even worse now. Because it's just like... It, no. Oh, I've seen it, 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 it running. It, it, yeah, it's it, 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 it will be great, but it's going to be another... It's another one where they've gone back, ported a game that's X number of years old and said, oh, by the way, we're charging you full price for it. I know. I'll probably end up still... Fancy, fancy Blizzard rinsing people for money for the same thing for years it's and years. It's very unlike... Well, I mean, yeah. in Nintendo teaming up, it's like, you know, them and Bethesda. <laughs> it's and like you've an got the unholy, Trinity. Yeah, unholy Trinity. <laughs> and it just... It's literally the Diablo. But there we go. Um, did you see the new Battlefield Five trailer? With the... Um, the, the, what looks like the possibility of, of the Ring of Fire, of the, of the Battle Royale? No. Okay, well that was there, so that was that was lovely. God, we are slightly scraping the barrel on this one. Oh, speaking of Battlefield 5, did you see that lovely news report that apparently um, its pre-orders are something like down by 85% on Call of Duties? Really? Yeah. Why? Well, now, some people are saying that it's a, it's a part of the boycott from the SJWs or something like that where because there's women in it and all this sort of stuff that people aren't pre-ordering it and, and bollocks because it's not historically accurate yada, that's yada, horseshit yada. well that's what I think but um, I don't know why um, it might be just because they're releasing at the same time as Red Dead and God knows whatever else but um, I don't know it just seems weird because apparently their pre-orders are, are, are very low for it uh, I haven't pre-ordered mine yet. I'll be getting on. I'll be doing it's that. It's just all, it's the only thing it goes to prove is that there's no there's taste. more. Yeah, exactly. There's more COD fan, fans out there than there are people with well, tits. Well, I think probably part of it is to do with COD fans because they buy it. They buy it every year. Blah, 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 blah. And you'd say the same about Battlefield people, wouldn't you? What are they getting this year, COD people? You see, I can't even remember. Um, rinsed, I think, is the. Yeah, what's which, what game is it? Uh, Black Ops Four. Black Ops 4, right, yeah. The one without a campaign, but with zombies, with a blackout mode, Battle Royale. Oh, I, I think Pet hit the nail on the head with that. Why don't they just start selling it as separate packages here? You because want the zombies? then they wouldn't be able to charge you 60 quid for it. Yeah, exactly. 
But I just don't get it. Battlefield pre-orders are down when they're not charging you for a season pass. I don't understand it, which is why I, I can't see that people were that pissed off about the fact that there were women in it or there was you know it wasn't historically accurate and all. i just I, I don't mean, get that it, that's a big issue yeah it did it did fuck me off a bit when we were playing battlefield one the other night and it was like it, it still has the same issues it had at it's launch so many so many bugs I, <laughs> I mean I to be fair I, I booted that up for the first time in about four months or something like that and immediately got in and was like, yep, the spotting don't work properly, this doesn't work properly. It was showing me this in completely a different... We, me and Clark actually took screenshots, like literally took a photo of each of our screens. My screen was showing me that I was in completely a, a completely different squad with different players, and Clarky took a photo of his screen showing me in their squad. And it's just like, this yeah. is... What's going on with this game? This is X two years after launch. And then, was... and then I died once, and then the screen froze and didn't unfreeze till the end of that particular section well, of the operation. that's what operation. you say. That's no, what you say. It, I just it, reckon it, you were shit, and you didn't make it any kills in the last twenty minutes. Froze. It was right at the bloody beginning. I'm not convinced. It was a good game, though, that we had. It was cracking. You know, we, we, once we once were, I got back into yeah, it. Yeah, we were pushed back. We were pushed back. We were pushed back, and then we just said, "No further. This far, no further." And we held them, didn't we? We did very well, I thought, considering it was our first game for a long time. Yeah. We ended up comfortably sort of top half of the table. It was fine. I thought we did all right. But, yeah. Um, but I'm just a bit surprised by... I think I think Battlefield 5 is looking to be a really good game. I love what they're going to be doing with um, the kind of the customization aspect of it and the fact that you can sort of outfit your whole kind of not clan so much, but that your your group of players or friends or whatever, and you can get all that sorted. I like what they're doing with the, the setting and how they're going back to sort of World War Two. It should be more. It's you know nearly always the best sort. Yeah, I, I am I am kind of glad that there's no no season pass or anything with it. Cause oh, I do it every yeah. time with Battlefield. I drop on the game, drop on the season pass, and what do we get to? First, first one. Yeah, first lot of DLC, and then we just pack it in. So. Yeah. I mean that's the thing. Last night, the first map we bailed it, I hadn't even played that. That was one of the DLC maps. I hadn't even ever bloody played it, and I bought the patch. You know, I bought the um the whole season pass. So, yeah, I'm 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 very very pleased that they're sort of ditching that off and and going back to here's just you know you you buy it once and whatever. Um, what else? I did look at um that EA thing with the EA Premium Access, whatever EA Access Premium, whatever it's called. EA Access. Premium. Well, EA Access at the moment, which I've already got on the PC, is basically 20 quid a year or something ridiculous. And it gives you access to quite a lot of their back catalogue. And they sure. like, so it's a bit like Game Pass, if you like, but just specifically for EA. The premium one was the one they talked about at E3, which was the one where you get every EA game day and date. So you get access to the entire back catalogue plus any game on the day it launches. So, like when Forza Horizon 4 launches, you'll get that. When Anthem launches, you'll get that. Any EA game that comes out, you get it. And how much is this? It's not cheap, but it's cheaper than two games. Uh, well, yeah. I say that. it's It would work out, I think it's something like 15 quid a month, but it's 100 quid for, or 90 quid for the year or something. The thing is, how many subscription services can people afford? Because well, like, let, let, let's, let's, yeah, let's look at the average for a gamer. So you've got PS4, you know, PS Pro, haven't you? PS Online, whatever it's called, PSN. 
So that's what, 40 quid, 45 quid, 50 well, no, quid it's now. 50, it's 50 quid now, isn't it? Xbox Live's the same. Yeah. Yeah, keep in mind... But, that's, paying... but Xbox Live is, is separate from Game Pass. Yeah, exactly. Keep in mind if you're paying for these monthly, because not everyone can afford to pony up up front. So you've got like 7 99 and 7.99 a month. Uh, yeah, Games Pass, what's that, another 7.99? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, those people are probably going to have Netflix as well, so what's that, another 8 or 9 quid? Yeah, we'll call that 20... <laughs> I know. I mean, I know. I know it's had climbing, climbing. The thing is, with with something like EA games, I could justify it because basically, if I was to buy um, Battlefield and Anthem, that would cover right. The problem is that EA Access Premium at the moment, and I presume for the foreseeable, is only on PC, Mm. which for me is bollocks because. I don't play games on the PC particularly anymore. Um, all my ge- pretty much all my gaming is done on on the Xbox or the PlayStation or the Switch. I don't touch the PC for gaming at all anymore. Last time I played on the PC for anything was I think Insurgency or something like that. I don't I only ever boot it up once or twice a week to do this podcast, and that's basically about it. Yeah, I'm about the same, but um, you know, and that's more to do with the fact that console games are getting PC games on a parity. You yeah. know, that we, maybe a little bit later or whatever, but you, you, you there, there seems to be more crossover. There's, there's, you know, Stellaris, which is a, a grand strategy game, um, has just been announced for um, consoles, which is a game that a year ago you would never have thought to get a grand strategy game. You know, this is a proper big, you know, epic space, like you know, like Civ, but yeah, on um, much grander scale, more a kind of political um, game as well that's coming out on the consoles which is just like unheard of so that there's less kind of oh that's a pc genre that's a that's a console genre you know um so things the other you know in other games like for example the one i'm really excited about is a game called hunt showdown which i think i've posted or talked about before on this yeah i had a read up about that um i'm 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 looking good at this it's a crytek game um and it's like a gothic horror um multiplayer thing Kind of hunt monsters down. Yeah, kind of. I can't remember how many. uh, Yeah, go on. You also have to compete with other players as well, haven't you? Yeah, I don't know what the um, how many players in a game. Let's say it's sixteen, but basically you can you can play as a duo or a solo. (laughs) So you can have like eight couples, if you want to call them couples, um, on a map, eight pairs. (laughs) Car keys in a bowl. Oh, you know it. There you go. And basically, you have to. You, you, your main aim is to find the clues that tell you where this mythical monster or whatever is is holed up in his lair. And to do that, you have to go to certain areas of the map and try and find. And it's random, um, and you go and find a clue which basically um, blocks out part of the map. Says no, he's definitely not over there. So you go and have a look at other bits and try and find this this monster. And then the idea is obviously you have to kill the monster. But at the same time, there's like NPC monsters as well, like almost like zombies or whatever. But um, it's very, very, very gothic. It's lush. It's it's in a kind of swamp. It's like a Louisiana swamp level, but with oh, it just looks really, really good. Um, but then the other players who are on the map as well are also trying to do the same as you. So if they come across you, they could obviously try and take you out to mean that they're going to have a better option of. And there's a progression system and all that. But it looks really good. But that's coming to Xbox now. That's coming. Well, I presume it's going to be coming to PS4 at some point. But um, 
you know, Xbox recently, I'm, I'm starting to become quite, quite more, more and more impressed with what they're trying to do in trying to get games ported across from. Yeah, I'm starting to get that itch again, which is it isn't looking good for the PlayStation considering. It's not been turned on that much in recent months. Oh, it's still. I mean, but it's like I was. I was saying to Rob the other day because obviously Battlefield Five is going to be bought. Yeah. But now I'm like quite quite like it on the Xbox, but I don't. I can't get it on the Xbox because again, all my friends are on PlayStation. So. But then if yeah, enough it's people, it would only take four or five people. So for example, if you, Rob and Woolly sort of said, "Oh, actually, we're going to get the Xbox version," I'd be like. Yeah, okay, I'll do that then. Yeah, exactly. And it's the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm finding little, I have little, you know, reason to turn it on for months at a time doesn't really bode well. No, but the um, the um, Game Pass is, is, fast, is, is amazing. And if you've got Game Pass with the fact that you're getting, okay, admittedly at the moment, limited... <laughs> Um, yeah, Microsoft I've got, it. I have games, got, I've got the Game Pass on PC. Yeah. Which I'm playing for, and nobody seems to be playing Sea of Thieves or anything like that. What's that yet. about? Why is no one playing that game? It's an yeah, amazing game. Exactly. I don't get it. Like you, for example. Yeah, I'm on it all, all the time. No, you're not buying I am, I just show us offline. Otherwise, I'll get these wankers coming on and trying to join me. And it's just oh, like, it's like that, is it? Leave me alone. Come on, Jay, come on, right? They try and helm my boat. They, they, they just stick like glue to the wheel and won't get off it. Um. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't been in the country, so you know. Um, but yeah, so Gamescom—they've they, had a lot of good stuff. I've, I've watched quite a lot of um, game videos, but again, nothing particularly. There's nothing new. I don't think there's been anything like newsy coming out of it particularly. Um, there's uh, that old. Do you remember there was a news story ages and ages and ages and ages and ages ago about Microsoft trying to do something a bit akin to um, mobile phone contracts. Where you kind of pay money. Oh, I was reading that, uh, that today. I mean, they, they tried this once before, didn't they? They did. At the end of the 360s life cycle, they did something very, very similar. But it was it's something like you pay, I don't know how much, I think it's a two-year contract, you get it was an 20, Xbox. or was the, it? The, Yeah, the rumour was it was $22 a month. So, so you, No, no, this is for the One S. Yep. Game Pass and, and Live. Yeah. Um, it was $35 for the same thing, but with the One X. Oh, blimey. That's quite a lot more. Mm. Mm. Basically, so it's a two-year contract. So you're basically higher purchasing your 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 console, but you're also getting Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass thrown in on the top of that every month. You know, so you, you're getting your Xbox plus those two. Yeah, but it, it's like I say, it's, it's all of these... Passes and things to run everything it just gets confusing as well. But that's game. that's that's why I like this thing where they're sort of bundling it all together. I mean, what they they should do is just say, you know what, Xbox Live is going to cost you a little bit more, but Game Pass and Xbox Live are the same thing. Yeah. So instead of giving you two free games a month or whatever, they just say, no, so long as you subscribe, you're getting all this, and you have access to this massive back catalogue. And maybe they'll do that when the new Xbox Two or whatever it's going to be called comes out. Um, because they well they've got to do something they've got to recoup you know, they've got to kind of get in there yeah. and do something with it um, otherwise I've got no idea what they're, what they're going to make and do I wouldn't be surprised if the next Xbox actually launches as a you know contract type like a more bloody mobile phone I 
don't think they'll do that this time. I think I think there's two. I think they'll probably be too scared of doing what happened last time with the TV sports bollocks. Jesus. And the you know, but that's what I mean. Do you see what I mean? It's like I th- I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if that's the kind of thing where they're like, oh, um, we don't want to stray too far away from the norm at the moment because if we do, people you know the gamers are going to backlash and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know. I I, I can't see them doing anything too. Mm. too outside the box for that but I, I, would don't love know. To, to, I would love them to combine Game Pass and Live and just say okay instead of it being 40 quid a year or whatever it is it's now 60 quid a year yeah, you're getting Game Pass great. as well that would be great because I think you basically if you were to buy that you could you could justify buying an Xbox for that just for, just for that back catalogue of stuff and that you know there's a good library of games there a really good <laughs> library of games and, uh, I've got a Switch online to start paying for as of next month well that'll dent the wallet what's that 20 quid a year Seventeen ninety nine. Bloody hell, that's oh, wow. I'm looking forward to your review of that because I'm not quite sure what it is. Yeah. You don't know, do you? There is. What is it? So you're going to get yeah, a, a NES diff- game. What are you going to get? Duck Hunt. No, they've listed. There's quite a few different ones, but it's like I was saying to Pat last week. It'll it'll be something that's built on over time. So I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, did you do a show last week? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fuck off. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it starts off as NES games and goes on to bigger games as time goes on, but... Bigger games I, I'm, than a I'm NES a bit, game? I'm a, I'm a bit pissed off that they're sticking with their phone app, though. Yeah, I heard that. I, yeah, I thought, oh, come on, Fortnite's proved it works otherwise. Just, But no, no, they want to stick it. So if it, uh, they were talking about Diablo, as mentioned, oh, yeah, that'll work with the Switch Online app. I was like, yay... Well, Diablo might be quite interesting just from a local cart point of view. Oh, definitely. If I had any friends, then that would be a really good thing to play with. You know, here, here's the... Here's the yeah, that's, that's the thing. Nintendo seems to think people have lots of friends, don't they? They do. Or any friends. Just me, then. It's just me, it's me, you know, I'm only spend time with you guys, and I'm, yeah. always, I'm always surprised when I see you at EGX, because I kind of have to... Kind of have to take a double a double take because I'm used to looking at you in like a low definition picture. So yeah, with all those you know, filters I, I, on. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I struggled. I struggled to spot you in the flesh. It's like, oh my god, yeah, yeah that is Vimes. He's just he's more detailed. He's in yeah. he's in full eye definition. He, he, he has features. Yeah, <laughs> but there's like a, a dark part at the bottom of his face and a light part at the top and oh. over the top as well. Bless. Um. So yeah, Gamescom's been fun, but I'm I'm not I've not seen anything come out of it that I'm like, oh that looks exciting, really exciting. There's a new one from I'm just quickly rapidly scanning it. The new horror guys, uh, horror games from the um, people who did Until Dawn. That oh, looks right, quite yeah. good, although I don't think I play it because it's scary. Um, Sekiro's got some more some gameplay stuff, which is just making me think. Mm. I like the look of a couple of the nindies at the. Uh... They showed in that, that direct at the beginning of Gamescom. Anyone's in particular? I didn't. Particularly uh, like Moonlighter. Them. No, I didn't like the look of that. No, Hang on, Moonlight wasn't that the one where you you go as a, you're a shopkeeper and you go and. Yeah, it's kind of a bit of a twist on the RPG formula where you're you're like the the shopkeeper that the adventurers sort of visit when they come to a village, but as the shopkeeper you have to go into dangerous dungeons and find weapons and things to That's stop right. the shop with. I thought that was quite a nice looking thing. There's another direct on the 28th as well for more indie games. What a surprise! Because what the Switch needs now is more games. 
exactly. No, what, what it needs is a better bloody e-store so you can filter out all the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't so bad when it loads because it's like there nothing was, on there. <laughs> yeah, there's a page of stuff to look through now. Now, now you get to the sales page or on offer, and you have to scroll down, and then you have to click on the sort of more thing, which means it takes you, it displays the yep. list differently, and takes you right back to the beginning of yeah, it. Yeah, they need, they need this, or at least let me go online and do it better. You know, actually go, go onto my PC and actually look on the Nintendo Store properly. Yeah, and that, do was it. A, that was a point that was brought up over Gamescom as well. How little of the console's memory the UI actually takes up. That's because there isn't one. But, yeah. um, CD Projekt got us all wound up and then showed approximately four new screenshots <laughs> thanks for that cheers That's CD Projekt uh, well. um, speaking of milking things the Dark Souls trilogy is coming oh to my the <laughs> yeah not, not in the EU I might add <sighs> is it not is it only in, in the States no it's and... uh, States and Japan oh man well, yeah, it's it, it, a, a full package of Dark Souls trilogy has been released on Xbox, PC, and PS4, is it? Or just Xbox and PS4? On the same day that Dark Souls Remastered finally releases for the Switch. Switch. Yeah, well. Oh, and there's this, what's this, there's this new game called um, DayZ or something? Oh, yeah, it's some, something that Microsoft were pimping around with. It sounds Day-Z. really good. It sounds like it's this new genre of game. Where it's you all start off on a map, and you have to survive against other people. But this time they're throwing zombies into the mix. That's. I mean, uh, I mean come on. If only they'd have come up with that idea six years ago, you know, yeah. maybe it would have had some traction. No, but let's be serious. Daisy coming to Xbox Game Preview next week. All right. So apparently it's coming out. Um, I think it's the 29th of August. 29th. It, it was. Yeah, it 29th. Was... It was too late to release that game three years ago. Yeah, but I'm I'm still staggered because I can't believe it. It's not it's not getting released next week. It's, it's going into game preview. Access. Yeah. It's not even out of early access. When I just... me and you were doing the other podcast that should not be named, we we were playing that with Angry John. I'm sure that was six years ago. It was six years ago. And wow, I mean. It beggars belief, mate. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. Oh, absolutely. Um, although it does look rather nice. No, but I'm saying no. No, no, no. Well, I think I've probably still got it, haven't I? It's still on yeah. PC, I presume, yeah, I right? Yeah, I still got it on PC. But, I mean, Christ almighty, the, the time to release this is long past. Stuff's, stuff, better stuff has come on since, come along since. Oh, speaking of that, did you see that, um, speaking of Battle Royale games, because I know you're a big fan, um, did you see there was a gameplay demonstration, or there was something on IGN, I think, for Fear the Wolves? No, I didn't see no? that. No, so Fear the Wolves is... is um, do you remember the game Stalker? Well, Stalker and Stalker 2. And, do you remember those oh, games? Oh, was that the Chernobyl thing? Yeah, Shadow of Chernobyl and all yeah. that. Really, really good atmospheric <laughs> games. So this is their version. So it's the developers of, of that, some of the developers of, of, of the Stalker series, are making their own version of a Battle Royale game, but where you have... Um, and it looks absolutely stunning as you can imagine right but they've got so they have um ai wolves in there and beasts as well so you've got to kind of not just look out for your opposing people but you've also got the the animals and stuff like that that you've got to deal with and also radiation levels and stuff like this that you've got to contend with yeah but, but they've also done um they've nicked some well i say they've nicked obviously it might have been their own volition but they've nicked out of the dark zone of the division so 
at some point on the map, I think you've got to try and find it, there'll be a helicopter waiting with a, a rope dangling. Right? And yeah. you, you, you've got two win scenarios. One is where you wipe out everybody else. So you're basically your, your standard chicken dinner, right? Or one of your team evacuates up the rope. Okay. So and if you can do that, then you win the game regardless of how many people are still playing. This so, is this is the this is a problem for me with battle royale games. Is you, you come Christmas is just going to be too, there's already too many of them. Well, it's not that uh, and the, the, many. Yeah, no, and they've got a. There's lot only of technically that. right now, right now, what pub PUBG, okay. Fortnite, Fortnite. H1Z1. H1Z1. That sure, Islands of Nine. Yeah. Um, you know, but those Islands of Nine isn't even out. It's on PC and early access. Okay. I kind of. H1Z1, I imagine, is basically dead before it launches. So you've only yeah. really got two, and they're very different games. Fortnite and PUBG are very different games. Well, the problem is, I I play Fortnite, and I have no real interest in going into PUBG. I played it. And I just don't like it as much as I like Fortnite. I played it so with I, Rob the other day. Yeah, I went so on for a session with Rob the other day. He, took, he very kindly took me on a tour of, of PUBG for a night because I haven't played it for a while. A while. And yeah. it was a lot better than I recall. It was far more stable. Oh, no, no, I, I, I've no doubt of that, but I kind of... And it was good fun. Yeah, I kind of chose on my side, if I, if you will. I don't want to learn another battle royale. Yeah, but do, I mean, how much building do you do? I don't do any. Exactly, so you might as well come play PUBG. I can still win without building. Well, we've not seen that, have we? I can show you the screenshots. Yeah, you have somebody else's game. Right, um, but no, I'm, I'm interested in that one. That one looks good, but again, it's it's another one of those ones where that's probably going to be PC only. And Yeah. Um, what else came out of Gamescom? Um, the one I was really excited about, which I've seen a few bits and pieces of, prior sort of the beginning of the year but I hadn't really taken much notice until I saw so this is a game called A Plague Tale have you heard about this or seen this? No. Okay so A Plague Tale um, is um, it's it's weird it's basically uh, medieval ages so you're talking you know kind of think think the witcher yeah okay <coughs> sorry, yeah, so, so it's already off to a loser because it's not going to beat the Witcher 3. No, no, it? but it's it's different. It's like a th it's a, again, it's a, it looks like a third-person kind of game, but it oh. looks absolutely stunning. But the, so your the the demo they showed, I think it's about a 16-minute demo they showed of or gameplay or uncut gameplay, and there's a, a so so one of the bits you get to so you have to kind of cross this battlefield, but it's infested with these the the kind of the the the, the trick of this one is there's there's loads of rats, and you've got to kind of work your way. From, from A to B, from one side of the map to the other side of the map. Um, but there's loads of rats scuttling about and like hundreds of thousands of these bloody rats, but they won't come near the light. So you've got to try and work out how to use light sources. You've got to try and, um, uh, you know, light torches and uh, you can use like um, a sling to kind of uh, ignite torches that are far away or bales oh, of hay right. that are far away. But then you've got so you'll have guards as well, but guards that are walking around with kind of lanterns and stuff like this. But obviously, if you can get the drop on them and you can use your sling to smash their lantern, then the rats just basically overwhelm them like they used to do in Dishonored. All oh, right. Did yeah. you ever get that skill in Dishonored where you could use yeah. the rats to kind of you know take on your enemies? So you can you can kind of do that. But it, it's very atmospheric. I'm not doing it any justice at all. In the way I'm kind of describing it, it's quite difficult to describe. But if you think 
if you think the same sort of it's got that same sort of aesthetic as the witcher in the sense that it's i mean it's, it's it looks dare i say it prettier than the witcher <gasps> i know right you take that uh, back. well i'm just saying but this one is very atmospheric very dark very kind of morbid um moribund you might say um but looks absolutely stunning i don't know the gameplay they showed was all quite similar because it's you know it's, it's only like a 15 minute section of the game yeah. so i wouldn't expect there to be much of whatever i i don't want to see kind of how the game progresses when i saw it must have been about a year ago i'm thinking now the first time it looked like a kind of almost like a traditional rpg with kind of menus and and um uh you know upgrading talents and, and equipping different um equipment and and you know different sword shields all that stuff but that it looks to have changed quite a lot since then or it, i didn't see any of that it looked much more like a kind of horizon zero dawn type of game than it did you know so skulking through some long grass um but you're you it's you and three other and two other sort of characters that are with you um and they they all seem to in, interact really really well so that's one i'm going to sort of keep my eye on it looks mm. i was quite impressed by that one kind of made me sit up and kind of go ah interesting i want to look out for that one and that'll be coming to well, all consoles bar switch so we'll see <laughs> until panic button get their hands on it well, until panic button do what they basically going to set out to do for the rest of the rest of their entire careers i imagine oh yes but yeah so i think that's kind of gamescom sort of done and dusted i mean it's there's, there's been a few other bits and pieces apparently um what is it assassin's creed are going to take another year off after odyssey you know so they're going to milk two games per engine then or per you know per well that's such iteration. a cynical, cynical way of looking well come yeah, on that's, that's pretty much what they're doing <laughs> but yeah it, it looks it looks like that's what they're doing i i i can't get excited about odyssey i'm i'm, I'm like 30 hours into um origins. the egyptian one they're <laughs> all the same yeah origins and i i'm at some point when i get the assassin's creed bug i'll probably boot that up again and, and, and play another 20 hours of it but at the moment nah i'm i'm, I'm kind enough. of assassin's creeded out but yeah yeah we'll see yeah, that's about it from from gamescom there's probably loads of stuff i've missed and stuff oh hang on um that game pet's always banging on about the Top Gun one. Ace Combat. Apparently that's going to oh, be released yeah. next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course it is. Oh, that and Kingdom Hearts 3, sure. Uh, yeah. The new one from From Software is out on the 22nd of March as well. That sick hero. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that that's um that's looking pretty good. I haven't watched yeah. much gameplay. There's, I've got a couple lined up on my to-watch list, which are kind of breakdowns of gameplay and stuff like that. I don't really want to watch too much of that because I know I'm going to get it. Yeah. I don't really want to. I don't really want to have it ruined too much for me um, before before I play it. But the, the bits I've seen look interesting. It looks like um, the kind of almost like the Tenchu remake I always wanted in a way. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, so sorry on the cider. Um, games. We should talk about what games you've been playing because obviously I've been away and uh, <laughs> doing stuff. I covered, so. I, I covered all the games I've been playing last week. I've just been. Been carrying on with dead cells. Yeah, now I wanted to talk to you about this. Oh yeah, go ahead. Because um, I've been hearing an awful lot about dead cells. Mm -hmm. Some of it not plagiarised, um, and an awful lot of stuff about Hollow Knight. Okay. And there seems to be an awful lot of people comparing the two games, mm, when actually it looks to me like they're completely separate games. They're like completely 
different, completely different. Hollow Knight yeah. seems like a quite a difficult platformer. It Next is really to a degree. Yeah. And then Dead Cells looks like a roguelike. It's bit defective. Kind of like a persistent, persistent roguelike. Can I call mm. it? Can I call it a persistent roguelike? Just to be really up my own ass. It's it's got it's procedurally generated, but with common areas. Yeah, with common areas. So there'll always be bits where you think, all right, yeah, so I'm back. I, I know, for example, on the second level, I know when I'm about halfway through it because there's always this kind of particular thing I'll reach and it's like, all right, yeah, so I'm about halfway through now. Mm. So, so, yeah, there are some differences. But, yeah, no, it's it's wrong to compare it with Hollow Knight because, you know, the entire, the entire game of... Dead Cells revolves around you dying and starting right from the beginning, dying and starting right from the beginning. Yeah, but my understanding of that is that, okay, so you, you restart, but actually the first level or two you could sprint through. A bit like Dark Souls, when you know all the shortcuts. You, you could, but you still, if you rush too much, you're still at a massive disadvantage, because as, as your levels go on, the enemies become more powerful. You need additional hit points, if you will, which you can only get by kind of finding these scrolls and exploring the early levels so don't i thought you collected cells no, which there's... allowed you to have like persistent upgrades yeah so some of your upgrades are persistent like you might find a you might find a scroll for a new weapon so mm. that'll then appear on your the kind of end of level the guy you meet at the end of the level when you're kind of in the hub area um he will any scrolls you've picked up, he'll have them on display, and he'll say, "Right, you want this? It's this many cells." And then you've got to you've got to put however many cells you've earned into whatever you want to upgrade. And there's loads of different stuff to yeah. You can add cells to, which is obviously increases the replay value on the game. But so so for example, a stand, I might get a newly upgraded sword or the blueprint for it. That guy will have that the next time I come across him. I can start putting cells into that, and it might be 40 cells. So. That's probably three or four levels worth of cells. Right. And then what will happen is as soon as you've upgraded that, as soon as you've got that, uh, you've filled that in, he'll immediately drop that weapon and you can pick it up and carry on with it if you want to. But on your next playthrough, that weapon will enter rotation, if you will. So... After okay, so when you when you come across random drops, yeah. you might just pick it yeah, up. Yeah, when, when you come across random drops, it might be that. And like I said, two of the buffs I have is when you start, every time you start a new run-through, the first room you run into has a primary weapon and it'll have a secondary weapon. Mm. Now, for your first, say, 10 or 15 run-throughs, it's always the same sword and it's always the basic bow and there might be a shield there. Mm-hmm. But one of the one of the upgrade paths I got to put cells into was one that randomizes your melee weapon, your sword, if you will. So now when I start, it could be one of any of the weapons I've sort of found Unlocked. in the game, yeah. And it could be one of any of the secondary weapons I've found in the game, rather than it just being that sword and that so that, arrow. that perk, if you like, that you've unlocked, mm-hmm. that buff of when you start, it will randomize all where does that are you limited to how many of those you can have active? Is like a slot based thing where you have no, no, I've no. unlocked all this stuff, but I can only activate three of them at any one time. No, when you've unlocked a per- perk, it's, it's active, it will feature somehow in the game. They've not done it where it's like, oh, you can only have this or this going. Okay, that sounds quite interesting. You do get, like I say, in this hub area, you've got, you've got the guy you give the cells to, you've got a guy who you can 
upgrade your weapons with and it'll also change any modifiers they've got on it so instead of it causing burn damage it might freeze the enemies in place when you hit them you can spend gold on upgrading those mm -hmm. you can upgrade them to the plus variants and then you've got the last room which is just uh, a health point if you will so if you use your health flask in the last level it will recharge your health flask and your health flask and also refill your health bar as well if that was down okay so Hollow Knight, mm -hmm. love the look of that. Yeah, oh, I do. That, that is that is a beautiful, beautiful game. But whereas Dead whereas, Cells, yeah, de not so much personal de taste. Yeah. Not quite so keen on that Dead particular. Has, Hollow Knight has a, looks better, but Dead Cells has a Dead Cells still looks nice. Okay, personal opinion, sure. But so you knowing me, would you recommend I pick up Hollow Knight? Dead Cells, or none of the above. <laughs> <laughs> now you see that's really difficult because the thing is, Hollow Knight's effectively it, it it's effectively. And I've heard it's bloody hard. It is hard. It's effectively Symphony of the Night. Uh, you know, don't, the, don't, the, I don't. I've never played a Symphony of the Night. Yeah, game. It, no, there is only one Symphony of the Night. Yeah, it's a Castlevania game. It's essentially a, a Castlevania game. Never yeah. played one, right? Yeah. But it's difficult and it has its own unique look. Dead Cells is more so a Castlevania game because it looks just like one, but it's also at the same time effectively Binding of Isaac as well. It's start from the beginning and get as far as you can. So, you, so you're, 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 you're comparing it to two games I've never played, so that's a good yeah. start. Oh, exactly. So your advice is? I would go for knowing you, Hollow Knight. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Or you could you could pin both of those off and buy Salt and Sanctuary. No. <laughs> no. no I, I, Although I, I have got... downloaded the Valkyria Chronicles 4 demo, so I'm looking forward to giving that a shot. That's, <laughs> that, that's the thing. If you if you think you're going to spend time with a game, go well, go hollow go night. If you want something to pick up and and blast 20 minutes into, well, that's pick that's up. that's the kind of that's kind of way because I thought Dead Cells is going to be more appropriate. Not appropriate is probably the wrong word, but. I'm more likely to, because my game time on the Switch at the moment is either I'm going to settle in for the night, in which case I play Octopath. Yeah. Right? Or it's like, I just want something I can pick up, bam, 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 bam put down, come back to you. And I'm worried if I play Hollow Knight, that seems well, like a game that's it's going to bear yeah. repetition because you're going to become more skilled at playing it. But also, if I picked, if I put it down and didn't pick it up for a week, I think I'd lose that. Yeah. In which case... Dead Cells. Oh no, now you've thrown a spanner in the works. No, if that's how you're going to play it, then Dead Cells is the game to buy. <clears throat> so, I mean, for, I mean, if you have people saying, oh, are they going to release a patch to sort out the, the the frame rate issues and stuff with Dead Cells on the Switch? And I'm like, what frame rate issues? There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, but some people are very, you know. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh, oh you skipped a frame there. I was watching, there's apparently the, the, some new graphics card thing, 20 series, NVIDIA 20, well I don't even know man, um, and I was looking at some of that going, oh that looks really pretty, and they're talking about Ray-Bans or something like that, and I was like, okay, Ray Tracy. that's the one, um, I don't really understand it anymore, Clarky. No, I think it's getting a bit beyond us now, isn't I it? I think the PC things are gone, the ship has sailed. I haven't got the energy to keep up with it anymore. <laughs> I think I was saying to you earlier, it's just I haven't played a game on the PC since Insurgency or something, and I don't have any. I just. I don't. 
play anything on the PC anymore. Um, you know, and and someone's offered me a very very good deal on their 1080 because it looks like they're going to be up jumping up to the the new one, and I'm like, that's a blinding bloody deal, and I should bite your arm off, but I don't play any games on PC anymore. You can, pro to be fair, if you do want to go down that avenue, you can probably knock him down a bit more because you'll be able to lubricate him up a bit at Eurogamer, if you know what I mean. I wouldn't do that. That would be that would be unethical. I don't think I don't I, I couldn't I couldn't possibly do that. Do you reckon I can get two fifty out of him? Yeah, easy. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking at my games list on 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 my PC as we speak, and it's like apart from racing games, which I've kind of fallen off the back of at the moment, um, I've not played any of these games for fucking ages. <laughs> I really haven't. It's like the last game actually I'm looking at now, Insurgency. Yeah. Divinity Original Sin 2, I think, was probably the last game I played on the PC for any period, of, apart from Football Manager, obviously, for any massive period of time. And that was, what, when it first came out? So, six months ago, maybe more? Yeah, you put a bit of time into that. I put a lot of time into that. Yeah. For me, then it, for then me just, I put a lot then, of time yeah, into that. Yeah, then it just stopped like that. Well, they, the, the, yeah, the, that's the problem, and that's the problem with games. like It's a bit of a problem with like Octopath as well at the moment. Because... Well, yeah, exactly. There's a problem with the fucking Switch. I buy, I buy this AAA game, play for 10 hours, and it's like, ooh, look at these indies that have come out. Yeah, yeah, and that is a bit of a problem. Cause the same thing with... Um, like with... with, with uh, what was I talking about? The Divinity game. It's like I got to a really... Like the end of a chapter, beginning of a new chapter... And I've been playing because I okay so no spoilers but in Divinity Original Sin 2 when you pick your class you choose obviously how do you want this person set up so you choose their their characteristics so you know is this person going to be um, what skills are they going to have right and normally in an RPG like if you're playing something um, any normal RPG like you played like The Witcher or something like that you get an option to respec that at some point don't you so yeah. remember if you're playing like the, the witcher you get your 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 level points or whatever and then you can put them into skills and you can unlock different things so you might have things that are better suited to sword combat or possibly to magic or whatever right but with divinity once you get to a certain point and it's only after literally after the prologue okay i mean the prologue is a fucking 20 hour portion of the game as it is anyway right <laughs> but once you get your mobile base shall we call it there's a mirror there which allows you to respec for free at any point so you can literally just go in there and just go okay I don't want that anymore I want to swap that I want to try this build I want to do this but so you can mess about with any and I was gagging to get to this because I wanted to try and it, it takes a lot of the weight off your shoulders you think well if I've specced for fire for example I can now go and try frost or I've tried I've tried going for a, DO to a, a damage over time build I now want to try something which is more DPS, right? You can just go and do it. You don't have to worry about it. As soon as I got to that and unlocked it, I stopped playing. It was just... I, I don't understand me at all. I really don't. Um, what's uh, what's happening with Warcraft? Nothing. Nothing? I thought nothing. you were jumping back on that. No, no. I've, I, 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 I was so tempted. I have such good memories of Vanilla Warcraft. Yeah. And um, I, I went and I watched... A couple of kind of because obviously um, the new expansions come out and at least this time around they've done it where if you buy the new is it Legion no it's the new is it Legion the new one battle for Azeroth battle for Azeroth sorry yeah if you buy that it includes all the previous yeah it does thanks because 
fuck. Because you, you see, all I've had this week is uh, Johnny at work. Uh-huh. He bought this and he's he's been on at me all week. You need to give this a try. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not going. I tried Warcraft once and it just wasn't for me. Right. And and I'll, I'll put my hands up. I take the piss out of Warcraft players, but it, he's proved to me what a dedicated bunch because he. He's collected since they came out all of the collector's editions of each pack. Oh, they are beautiful. Right, but you didn't have um, one of them. I can't remember which one it was. It was one of the earlier ones. And he he has effectively found, been searching all week. I even retweeted out on the uh, account see if I Oh, yes, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> He's managed to find a copy of the collector's edition. Keeping in mind this... This isn't even a game, it's just a box with some things in it because the code's been redeemed. And it, it, the amount of money he's paid for that has kind of made me think, wow, that's dedication for you. Literally, wow. For, for effectively a box on his shelf. Well, okay, I, I can get that if that's the game you want to play. I mean, I loved, I loved Vanilla WoW, but like I say, I didn't play much past the Burning Crusade. And, um, you know, I, I understand why people do it, but I watched some gameplay video of it and I was just like, I can't go down that again. I can't go down that rabbit hole. It doesn't look exciting anymore. Uh-huh. It doesn't look like it. And it's like, so I was watching this guy play and it's like, you can see all his toolbars and his countdowns and his cooldowns and the buttons flashing. I was just like, that doesn't excite me anymore. It doesn't make me want to play it. It looks old and it looks uninspired. And I, but I also, I totally get why other people might want to do it. The other thing that, I thought originally was going to be a, a massive pro to this was they've changed completely the way the regions work. So when you play WoW, when you certainly previously when you yeah. played WoW, you started off in like a starter area, okay? And you look at the map and it says, "Oh, you're in the whatever this area, okay?" And this area is for characters level one to ten. Yeah. Yeah, and then you level up, and then it suddenly unlocks. Oh, now you can go into this area here, which is level 10 to 15. So you go, oh, I can go off and explore now. Then when you've done that, you go to the next area, which is like 15 to 20, or 20 to 30, or whatever it is. Yeah. So there's a purpose to you leveling up, rather than it just being, yeah, I've unlocked a new power, or I've unlocked, I've got more strength, and I've got more hit points. Because the whole point of getting more strength and more hit points is that you can now go and take on these enemies that are in the higher level, which means you can now go and explore and see more of the world, right? But with Battle for Azeroth, what they've now done is, in every region, there are no level caps anymore. The enemies scale to whatever level you are. Alright. But what that basically means, from what I can gather, is that I can have my level 5 warrior just go into the the whole world. Yeah. Because all the characters, all the all the people are going to be scaled to my level five warrior. Which, well, they, they... what's the point in leveling then, apart from sort of? Yeah, but they 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 have really been kind of doing it right, haven't they? I mean, how long's Warcraft been out for now? World of Warcraft. Um, ten years plus. It's got you to be see, they years. They, they, they Hang on, I can it. probably tell you. It's got to be a, got to be a fifteen years. Yeah. You see, they, they, this, this again was a conversation I was having. They stuck with their original game and just released expansion after expansion after expansion yes, for whilst it. Whilst people paid £15 a month but to play it. Millions of people have to I'm do no, it that way. And I stu- no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm but not what, saying what they should What we shouldn't. were saying 
what we were saying where we, you compare it with Destiny, which was, you know, we were given the impression that that was how that was going to work, and it was like, right. I mean, what does Warcraft give you the impression that right, you finished that expansion, the new one's out, you've lost all your stuff, you can't have it anymore. Well, no, but it does outdate it all. So if yeah, you remember, it for example, it, but no, it but... doesn't take it away from you. Well, no, but you think about it. As soon as we played Destiny Two, was it Destiny Two? It might be in the Taken King. I can't remember because I was like, yeah, that grind. No, no, but it was the fact that I was like, I was worried because I sort of came on. I hadn't played it much, and I came on. And I was like level, I don't know. Let's just say I was level sixty or something, and you guys were all level one hundred and twenty. I was like, oh no. And the first gun I picked up or something, like a random drop on the floor, it wasn't even a purple or anything, it was just like immediately boosted me to like, like, like level 100 or something like that because it was just like, oh, okay. So, yeah, everything I had picked up previously pretty much was worthless, you know. But let's do the same thing in WoW a lot of the time. But I, I, I can't really speak on it too much because I'm, I'm so out of the game on that. I get it. I totally understand it. Yeah. I totally understand why people play it, and a lot of it is that social aspect of it. But I look at that now, and I know that game ain't for me. There's no, you, you won't drag me back into that because nothing about that excites me anymore. Nothing about that loop of, um, you know, cool down and getting your your pattern worked out so you know exactly what buttons to press in what order at what time when your cooldown's going to be expired on that and all that. Yeah. Getting that 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 down pat, getting your leveling. You know, I used to do all sort. I used to have all sorts of mods installed for like power leveling and all this kind of stuff and alt leveling and all that kind of stuff. And but the thing that always drove me to do it was I wanted to see what was in the next region. I can't go and see what's in the next region when I'm level 45 or something like that. Yeah, and now I could just wander around the world, which is kind of great. But it also takes that. That was what I was leveling for. I wasn't leveling to get this shiny sword or this lovely pair of shoulder plates or anything like that. It was just I want to see what's over the next hill. But I will always have a soft spot for that game, but just not a soft spot enough to make me go back and play it again. I'm amazed they haven't done stuff like. um, proper sort of player housing and stuff like that what I really want to do is bring back Star Wars Galaxies <laughs> I fucking love that Jedi killed that game but anyway um, so what else have you been playing anything like I say I'm kind of enjoying the uh, short spats I get with you know if I've got a bit of time spare it's Dead Cells has been going on really mm. Mm. I mean I haven't really played like I said I haven't played very much oh I have what I've been playing Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to blame Rob speed completely for this one. I picked up um, Sniper Warrior. No, Sniper Ghost, Elite Warrior. Yeah. What was it called? Ghost Warrior. Something. Sniper Ghost Warrior 3. That was it. Because, um, honestly, it's, it's probably my perfect kind of game. It's a proper 7 out of 10. Sniper Elite with tits, I believe. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, it is... It is what you think Sniper Ghost Warrior would be. First person, um, you. It, it feels a bit far. It's very far. If you think Far Cry is not far off it, you know. Honestly, you have a little base of operations. You go out to do missions, and the missions are all very much like you. You're in, you're in the, um, Czechoslovakia, I think, or something like that, or near the Russian border, or something like that, and you are trying to basically cause some tension and, 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 and take out, it reminds me a lot of Ghost Recon Wildlands in a lot of that you're sort of behind enemy lines trying to yeah. sort of stir up trouble and, and whatever and you play this ghost sniper so you might have a you might have lots of missions where it's like you need to go and take out a particular target or whatever um, 
so you drive to a particular zone there's your there's your map in front of you where you can see kind of like oh here's here's the buildings you know there's the, there's the hotel or something like that there's the guard emplacements you can then fly your drone around the map to kind of highlight where all the enemies are all that kind of stuff and then basically you pick a spot and you try and work out okay which enemies can I kill in more order so the other enemy doesn't see that person dead and therefore raise the alarm and all that kind of stuff and in that aspect it's my kind of game I love that stuff I love that okay I just go somewhere and I just you know I lie down somewhere and I shoot some people and try and make this the perfect run through try and make it so that I can clear kill every so for example the example I gave you the other night when we were talking about this was like there was a one mission where I was in a hotel there's a hotel yeah. and basically I need to go and into this hotel there's a there's a data server that I need to go and download some information don't ask me about the plot I haven't got a clue something about a missing brother something also about some political something or other don't know right but I need to go and get some information off this server but to do that I need the key card to get through the door the key cards held by a technician who's up on the third floor somewhere right now what you could do is you could go into this okay so there's several ways you could do it one is you could just go in all guns blazing just play it like a shooter you know you've got an AK-47 yeah. you can go in there and just try and mow people down and then go up kill the tech get the badge go down unlock the server mission complete right the other way you can do it is you could sneak into the building trying not to alert anybody sneak past the guards you know spot them all up so you know where they're routine where they're patrolling and all that kind of thing find the technician interrogate him nick the key badge and then go down unlock it and ghost out right so no one even knew you were there apart from the tech or the way I do it, kill everyone from a distance, no, so no one knows anything's going on. Because you're a sniper for fuck's sake, right? So my idea is find a hilltop, get a good oversight, send the drone around, spot everybody up, and then try and work out, right, I need to kill him first because A, he's a sniper, but B, because he's got a good oversight. So if I kill anybody on the ground floor, he's obviously going to see them die and therefore raise the alarm, right? So you've got to try and work out who can you kill in what order. And the game works really well at that level. It's like any of those sniper games, any anything like that, and, and and a lot of the times like Far Cry, where it's not quite as um, it doesn't have the same kind of physics level as, as as Far Cry, so you can't sort of like there aren't there aren't bears in cages sitting there that you could, not yet anyway. <laughs> you can yeah, free them and uh, let them do the work. Yeah, for exactly. You. I haven't got that, but the shooting mechanic is fine. The general AI is okay. It's all it's all good, right? But the game is janky as all hell. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's um. The one I told you about was the fact that I'm a perfectionist on these sort of games, right? So when I play these games, I always play them the same way. I want to kill everything so I can basically just walk into the complex, whistling my little heart out, past all the dead bodies, go to the technician, pluck the key card off his dead chest, wander downstairs to the lobby, make myself a cappuccino in the bar, and unlock the door as loud as I want because everyone's dead. There's no one left to respond, yeah? That's what I want to do. If you kill somebody at the wrong time, someone spots it, or you fuck up a shot, or whatever, I want to reload straight away. Yeah. And every time I went to reload, it would crash me back to desktop. <laughs> on a PlayStation. <laughs> and it would crash me back to desktop. I'm like, fucking hell. Right. So you'd reload it. Now, this game's loading times are astronomical. Keep in mind you have a PS Pro as well. Yeah, I have a PS4 Pro, right? I mean, they're not as bad as Monopoly on the Switch. They're not a level of 15 minutes to load into a game or something. But 
um, I did actually time it because I told you the other day. Oh, it takes about four minutes from from the PS4 yeah. screen through. No, it takes seven minutes. What? It takes seven minutes for me to go from my PS4 loading screen, Pro load, you know, the, the desktop, that. to click on start to reload that to get back to where I was at the point where I wanted to reload. No, like, see, oh my god. You see now. It, with that seven minutes, you could probably get pretty far on a run through. Well, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I should pick that up, play that it, while waiting. It, yeah, it lets you. It does let you quit out and carry on from the. From but where I, I tried it so many different times, and in the end, I just thought sod it. So, I ended up um, <laughs> just trying to. Play, I played the game a different way. Ended up sneaking in, killing everybody from the inside, and then doing it that way. But and then and I haven't had that since. That 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 hasn't happened again. Yeah. But I, I I went on. I thought this got to be you know. I googled it, and yep loads of people moaning about it online about this this bug that just and it's not just on that level it could happen at any level that nobody's bothered to fix at any point and the problem with this game is there are no manual saves so it auto saves for you there's no way you can manually save so i can't set a save point and then just go back to that but no no i've got to do it from whenever it says and Uh. it was random so sometimes you would you would load in and you hadn't started the mission yet so you'd be back in your little dwelling your little cave um and you'd have to go to the laptop and click on start mission other times while the loading screen was still up you'd be getting half the audio from the person telling you what the mission was (laughs) having a gap for your response which was muted and then her continuing and then it would load you in as if the mission had already started and you're like i just don't understand this game anymore um (laughs) But, yeah, I think I'll give that one a miss. No, but apart from that... <laughs> apart from... That's a pretty big apart from, like... Apart from... Yeah, but come on, mate. I've played that for... I've played that this game now for probably quite a few hours. And I've only had a few little bugs. <laughs> um, but it is... It is... It is those, it's one of those games that is, like, the perfect 7 out of 10 for me. It doesn't do anything brilliantly. It does everything well enough to keep me entertained... Um, I don't have to think when I'm playing it. It's not difficult. It's just a question of me finding out where all the enemies are, finding out the best angle to snipe people from, shooting shit up. And who, that's, who makes this game? I don't know. It was on sale. It was like <laughs> it's one of those. Is it? They'll probably release faster loading times as DLC or something. Yeah, more. probably. It's, I, I, I honestly I couldn't tell you who makes it. Um, you can Google it if you can be asked. But it's it's really not worth it. It's it's like a I can't remember how much it was. It was it was pittance. Um, <laughs> what I picked it up for um, under fifteen quid for sure. Um, and I saw I'd watched a couple of, of of Rob's gameplay videos and thought actually yeah that looks like my cup of tea. I'll have a go at that. Um, so you know when it, when it's not crashing horribly on me, it's it's working really really well. Um, um, but uh, yeah, I've just basically been kind of playing that. Been playing Octopath still wondering when that's going to change pace a bit and i don't think it ever will um which is it's kind of okay but when you're you know you're going through the storylines and stuff and it's the same it's still beautiful and it's still a nice battle mechanic but you're effectively just kind of doing the same thing yeah i think that was it was pretty much designed for switch from the ground up so it's kind of Pick it up, play for a bit, put it down. Pick it up, play for a bit, put it down. Which is it? fine because it is easy to do that. Because like yeah. I said, I went to Spain, well, the, the, yeah, put it down, came back and started again. I was yeah, in the middle of exactly. the same. Well, I was in the yeah. middle of the same random boss fight I was in. 
Exactly. You know, it's, it's easy to remember it, isn't it? There's no like, right? Yeah, no, I, I haven't have to sort of think, oh, hang on a second now, if there's some special thing I need to do or anything like that. The only thing I had to remember to do was which way I was supposed to be going on the bloody map. But, you know, yeah. I kind of kind of worked that one out for us. So I've been playing that. The Switch is slowly growing on me as my sort of platform of choice for most things. Well, they're, get, they're getting Football Manager 19 as well, aren't they? Yeah, I don't think I'll bother with that. But, uh, um,. <laughs> It's becoming kind of my 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 platform of choice for anything that isn't triple A. So you know, if you said, "Oh, what you yeah. get upgrade on it," ain't going to be the Switch. But you know, it, it it's it's for those little games, like with well, no, and again, things like turn-based stuff, like things like XCOM would be amazing on the Switch. Yeah. I mean, most games like that that aren't sort of cinematic experiences. So things like obviously Uncharted. Yeah, they're, they're your big console. The, the division kind of stuff. But, I probably wouldn't bother playing on the Switch because they're. But you know, if, as, as an example, if it had come out at the same time, something like South Park, yeah, it was a AAA game, but I'd have happily bought yeah, that, you'd have put that on the Switch. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's. But they're getting better at that, from what I can yeah. see. They, they seem to be day and dating a lot more these days. Yeah, Doom um, Eternal's apparently one of those, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they still can't get it right for Dark Souls, which makes me fear slightly for its. Its sales figures on because like you know no I, I think something sort of kind of went wrong big style with that and you were, well, it we'll probably, done because yeah, we'll, we'll I was probably those... hear about it in a few years time what actually went wrong yeah but... I mean I was one of those people that you know I was I had my switch pre-order and as soon as I said actually we don't know when this is coming out I just went bollocks I'm buying it on the PS4 because a it's out first but b I would start to worry then about yeah, I, I I would have I would have waited anyway if it wasn't. I mean, I'm still getting it, but I would have I would have waited anyway. But you know, the chance of getting that like half price on the PC was too much to give up, really. Yeah, yeah, there is that. So yeah, I mean, this, like I say, I'm playing the Switch a little bit more than I was, but at the moment, I'm waiting for I'm kind of just waiting for the big games to hit. I think. Yeah, the thing is, my my Switch pile of shames probably the equivalent of your PC one. PC one's not too bad. It's the PlayStation one you want to watch. That's that's rapidly creeping up. There's nothing I want to play on that at the moment. Oh, I've got quite. Oh, a lot. There, there was one other thing I did. We we built the uh, we built the Labo house this weekend. How long did that take? Um, about an hour and a half. That's not bad. Yeah, we were, I would have expected it. It would have been nice if it was slightly longer, really, to get your money's worth. Yeah, well, that was just for the house one. I mean. We we started going through it and I'm like Christ we're going to be done with this in ten minutes and then came the this was the more one of the more complex one I mean, it was it was going together quickly we'd done the the little key and the button controls for the side mm-hmm. of the house mm-hmm. and it got to the stickers the reflect <laughs> the reflective stickers oh it's kind of right you need five of these tiny I mean, I mean look you you know I've got fingers like fucking sausages mm, big sausages it's like, right, now you need to put these tiny little triangle. You just simply put the tri- tiny little triangle stickers around the edge of the little turny key thing. So the Joy-Con, because yeah. they're reflective, the Joy-Con can see the them. IR thing, so yeah. Good, yeah. So I'm like, all right, let's look pretty straightforward. And I'm like peeling these things off, and I'm like, oh, they're just sticking over my thumbs. I'm like, come on, come on. So that's where your time came from on that. But we're we're, we're running out now. We've only got the fishing rod and the. Well, the new the, one's coming out soon. Yeah, the, the piano. Pia, Pia, piano, piano. Anyway, um, so the new one's coming out, and that's the one that's got the racing wheel joystick and the foot pedal with it. Yeah, and the game that comes with that is like an open world sort of. It reminds me a little bit of the crew 
in the sense yeah. that it's, it's kind of like your boat turns into a plane, turns into whatever it is. And I did, I did really like the um, the advert, or what do you want to call it, the infomercial for that, um, where they're showing you how it kind of works and how you can just kind of flip between the. I'm sure it's not going to be that easy in real life, but it might be. Um, but again, my question on that is like, what's the game like? Because mm. you build it, it's like, oh look, I bought a steering wheel. I've, I found I've got a joystick. But what do you do in the game? Now, if they could turn around and say, okay, you know that joystick you've got, you can play Star Fox with that. That might make it a little bit more. Yeah, they kind of have done that because the. Can you use the steering wheel on Mario Kart? The 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 handlebars that came with the first Labo kit. They released an update for Mario Kart 8, which meant you could use that on it. Well, that's okay. I got Which is really good because it has its own like starter and everything, so you have to start the engine and what. Oh, have you. that's cool. Yeah. But that, that I can get behind. If you can if you can build this Labo thing and it's like okay, yeah, you do this and you know um, you can now use you've got a steering wheel. You can use that in any racing game. Yeah. I, I don't quite know how many racing games the Switch has got. Well, effectively, you would effectively because of the way the <laughs> Nintendo tend to do the peripherals for like the Wii and the Switch. You can use that for any racing game because all the sw- all the Wii steering wheel ever was was a plastic yeah. shell for the controller. Yeah, but it would be nice that they actually. I, I presume they can't have. Yeah, it not just looked at that. It it just always feels like that little bit magical when you're pressing a cardboard button and it's actually doing something or turning a cardboard key. So I mean, what the house one, what it gives you essentially is like a almost like a Tamagotchi. It gives you a pet to look after. And right. you can play these little mini games with it, feed it peanuts and stuff by putting different switches in. Yeah, not selling it to me so far. No, George, George has been spending loads of time on it. He loves it. But like I say, it, it's for kids. You know, parents have fun building building it. Some of the racing games, yeah, they're good, but it, it's it's a very kids thing. But it's meant to get you playing with your kids, if you will. Why? I mean, yes, good, good. <laughs> No, I am looking forward to. I'm when when forward they're not to, going through one of those stages in their life. Yeah. Well, when does that? When does that ever happen? Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm. I want to see more things like. Um, I want to see more board games, kind of on Switch. I want to see more things like um, Carcassonne or Forbidden Island or you know the the kind of really popular sort of co-op sort of um, board yeah. games. I'd like to see more of those on Switch, something like that. So, because I'm trying to get my again my daughter into kind of like board games as well but board games are expensive yeah i'm sure well switch games are expensive oh yeah but i don't know i quite like to see them go down that sort of line and start doing things like that or or, um what's it called that was the um ticket to ride and stuff like that would be quite cool to see those on on switch or things i I think they'd enjoy the lab or thing but again it's like you've got to it's a 50 60 quid risk for you isn't it at the end of the day yeah quite a lot of a big risk and no i don't think yeah. i think i think she'd enjoy building it and i think she'd enjoy playing the game for about 15 minutes it's just i can't i still can't get over the presentation of the whole thing for it was essentially a box of cardboard and bits of elastic i mean you can't follow, it's like opening an iphone you open the box and everything's mm, just nice immaculate yeah, yeah, yeah. presented no it's Every time you follow an instruction on the screen, it'll say, right, you're done with that sheet. Now you need to carefully put that one back in the box because there's other bits on it you'll need later on. It's, it's all just immaculate. So like, yeah, they, it's all in the presentation. They've, they've done well there. Oh, that's nice to know, isn't it? 
Yeah. I don't know. I like it when they do things like that. And make it um, so a bit special. Obviously, the uh, the latest pack. You know, there's a there's kind of a flight sticking with that, isn't there? When I'm looking at you, Frontier Development. <laughs> Frontier no. bringing that elite to Switch. Oh, that did. Everything what about, is sold. What about Eve Online coming to Switch? Oh God. Hmm. Can you imagine? Why not? They're releasing every bloody thing else that's. Uh, come about in the past haven't they well I'm, that's almost what I'm thinking I'm thinking I mean because come on Eve can Eve really be that intensive oh yeah oh, Eve online while you're on the bus and uh, it's not selling me but 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 really oh, I mean oh, oh come on Is it, it can't be that intensive can it the, the, I think the key is in the online part and you know as as good as the Switch is for playing games like it's like yeah you, you're kind of you don't necessarily have a good internet connection when you're on the bus or the train, do you? No, I guess not. We're, we're getting there, but we're, I think we're still at least a decade where you're connected to the internet wherever you go. Yeah, well, we'll see. Oh, well. Um, otherwise, I think it's, I think we're looking at the September games soon, aren't we? I mean, there's not much... Mm-hmm. Euro game, you know? Yeah, there's Eurogamer. We'll be there, we'll be there for that. Do an unusual meet and greet. Yeah, oh, so another breaking piece of news. Um, obviously, Broken Sword, The Serpent's Curse, is coming to Switch. Yes. I'd love to see a whole... Saints Row the Third. Yeah, that's a random one. <laughs> but, no, I, I saw that and I thought, well, why are they bringing Serpent's Curse? Can't they bring the whole fucking anthology? I'd love yeah. to see all five games on the Switch. I'd pay hundred quid for that. Well, so they're doing. It's like they're doing with The Walking Dead. They're they're releasing the third season, and now they're going to release the first and second ones over the next month. I'm like, they're about an arse about tip way to do it. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. We'll have to see. But other than that, I've, I think pretty much I'm looking at my next big purchases, if you like, are going to be. Um, Probably, I'm still torn on Red Dead. I'll probably end up picking it up, but I'm still yeah, torn that's... on it. And um, Battlefield Five. I, I was st- I was still tempted by that Starlink game. I I read a preview on that, which is basically saying if you've got all the toys, it's going to be fine. If you don't, forget it. Don't worry about it. Hitman Two, I'm also quite tempted about. Yeah. But especially because they've done that thing now where you can also get the um. Oh, what's it called? The uh, free uh, pair of socks. No, the, <laughs> the, the 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 maps from Hitman One. Oh right, yeah. Will incorporate it. into Hitman Two if you've already got bought Hitman One. You can pick Hitman up One up for not very much money at the moment. So actually, you know, why not? That yeah. might be that might be a good way of doing it. Um, but after that, I don't know. Metro Exodus, I suppose. Although they've just released a demo of that or a, a trailer of that, which makes it look really really scary. I don't want scary. I don't want scary. If you, if, if you could play scary, you'd be opening yourself up to a world of wonder. Yeah, no. It's not going to happen. You never go. I looked at my, my playtime on Alien Isolation sits at one hour and nineteen minutes, which is exactly when the fucking alien turned up, and I was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm still, I'm still saying it now. That is still the best game of this generation. Yeah, I've played one hour and nineteen minutes of it. <laughs> I'm out. I, 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 that's one of those games I, I picked it up on PC because it's like on sale. Okay. I love that game. No, no, not for me. Although there is a mod on the PC which takes the alien out. 
Really? Yep. So you can literally just wander around the world if you want. I don't actually know what else you do. Doesn't rhyme, is it? Oh, fuck off. Oh, they're just being bastards here, but you'll be here. <laughs> don't. Yeah, this is good, this. Completely <laughs> loaded to a false <laughs> Yeah, there it is. You turn around, it's stood right behind you. Oh, they'll do that thing just where the, the tail comes through the chest, and you just look down, yeah. and there's the spike coming through your chest. No, no, you're all right, mate. I'll pass on that. Oh, sounds horrible. Anyway, um, before we waffle on any more, because we're good at that, um, yeah. I think we'll probably call it a night there. Is Pet back next week? I don't know when's Pet back from the motherland. Uh, not sure. I'm sure he'll let us know. Huh. Well, he didn't let me know he was going, but that's fine. Um, all right, then. Well, until that time, if, if anybody wants to... Um, oh, actually, I'm, I can't... Did we have a mail? Hold on. Let's, let's, let's check this out. I can't actually, no, I, I can't because my phone's decided to die on me. I'll check it out next week. That'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but if you do want to get into contact with us so that I can postpone you till the week after when my phone's working, um, please do. Um... Actually, oh no, hang on. I think I found it. I know that the the tension, the tension is killing us. Oh bollocks, where is it? Uh, there we are. Yeah, it's from Toad Guy. Um, now Toad Guy. Toad. I don't think it's I don't think it's Toadie from Neighbours. No, just no, just for those people who are listening thinking we had some kind of like celebrity it's, super. He's he's told you taught me how to play Starcraft too good. Bloody hell! Well, this is this is this is Toad Guy who taught me how to play Pugba badly. All right. right. Um, so I'm going to read his his email. Um, this is quite self-effacing of me. So it says hi. This is this is Toad Toad Guy who was on with Rob when we we played a bit of um, PUBG. He says thanks for the games last night, and he was trying he was thinking about what exactly the appeal of PUBG is. Okay, because I was saying to him I, during the game I was like, I find it difficult sometimes because with 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 PUBG and, and again with things like battle royale games generally when you have to you spend basically 20 minutes looking at the floor trying to yeah. find the perfect weapon only to be shot in the back 30 seconds later and right. that's, that's, I was struggling with that a little bit um so he's he's basically saying that um part of it that it's realistic in inverted commas in that there's no aim assist so any kill you get feels like an achievement as far as I'm aware, it's the only shooter on console that has no aim assist at all. He might be wrong. But a secondary part is the jeopardy. The boring bit, because I might have called it boring, the boring bit of looting um, to get guns, etc., means that at any point you get killed and have to start again, as opposed to just respawning. So as the game progresses, the risk rises that all the work you've done is going to be lost. How's a point? Coming into the last 10 people, you know that at any point, the past 25 minutes could be wasted, so you're invested in remaining alive. If you've just started with a gun, etc., which is why I was saying, would it be better if you just started off with a basic loadout? Um, if you start with a gun, etc., then that feeling would be lessened. There are many games with modes where you have just one life. One of the battlefield modes, for example, is plant diffuse, but they're generally pretty short games, so if you die, it's not long before you get back in the action. With PUBG all the time, all the time before a gun battle can be lost in an instant so the stakes are high at least that's how I see the game um, a couple of other points uh, you should send pet abroad more often so he can give us his perspective on countries of the world perhaps next pet does Australia with all the stakes and spider spiders and stuff well, that, that, that involves some sort of patreon and us charging you for the show though that that's that's possibly true well, we have sent him back to Greece so obviously we'll get yeah. A review of that and then something else which I... well well we, we've already seen from his trip out there uh, 
that his, his, his grandma's been using his switch dock as a fan stand. Yes, that's true. And, and again, his, his stand his stand over there's got more dust on it than mine has, which is something else. Uh, he says, finally, a minor thing that has bugged me for months, and I apologise if this is caused by dyslexia or something like that, but um, it's PUBG, not Pugba. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, it's specific, not Pacific. Again, I don't know what he's talking about. And apparently it's peripheral, not peripheral. Again, oh, piece off five, it's peripheral. Per, that's the one, peripheral, that's that one. So again, I don't know what he's talking about. But thanks, Togai, for that. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll bear that in mind. Um, I'll be honest, you're not the first person to say it. It's not dyslexia, it's just me being shit at pronunciation. So, <laughs> thanks. Um, yeah, so thanks for that email. If anybody else wants to email in, they can obviously hook us up at Clarkey. Gamersconfessional at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on the Twitters, uh, you can do. We're at ConfessionalPod. Um, you can follow me at Vimesy74. You can follow Clarky at Clarky Snap. And you can follow Pet at Life of Pet. And until next week, when we'll be back with another exciting instalment of the Gamers Confessional, uh, we'll leave you and have a lovely gaming week. <laughs> Ta ra! Bye! The Gamers Confessional. Ha <laughs> ha!